to the Big Finish podcast recorded at the wonderful Lincoln Lodge with our sound engineer, Christine Ferreira. I'm one of your hosts, Jamie Schreiner. And I'm Becca Kenny, the other host. Thank you for tuning in. We have such an exciting guest with us today. We have Victor, Victor Carlesi. Wow. <laughs> Victor, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for Hi being guys. here. Thanks for having me. I, I would love to know, Victor and Becca, what, what era are you in right now? Victor can go. F- we'll have Victor go first as the guest. I I'm in my buying a ten piece chicken nuggets like almost all the time era. Mm, <laughs> That's the great wow, era. Wow, I love wow. that. I love it. I love. I'm in my laid off era, <laughs> which is <laughs> actually before this. I feel like I was in my super stressed about work and how badly work's going era. So now I feel like it's kind of like ultimately been like a like it's an opportunity for something to be good. Although I'm very stressed. Of you course. Know? Mm-hmm. Live laugh love. I feel yeah. like I'm in the, the labor of my rebirth. You know. Yeah, it's like the it's. I was gonna say I feel like it's like you're in the you're in the tower card. You're not in the death card yet. Like you're you're still in the like is everything's falling apart. This is tarot. You know it's. I you know I don't know anything about tarot. Do you know anything about tarot? Um, I do know that I received many tarot cards from an ex once, oh. and then I never really figured them out. Oh like, well, yeah. I was gonna say screw that ex, <laughs> screw him to hell. Um, no, I mean basically what I meant by that is it's like. Basically, there's two cards. There's like the tower and there's the death card. They come one after the other. And like the tower card is when everything's sort of breaking down and you're kind of in distress, mm-hmm. which it then makes room for the death card, which is not literally death. It's like your rebirth. Mm. So it's like this time right now, it like can still feel I, icky you see, and stressful. This is the thing about tarot to me is like, is like, <laughs> I, I've heard that they, they never want you to like have a bad reading because like, then you're not going to come back and do terror. Truly, truly. You don't want that. So that's like why I'm like, oh, it's the death card. But actually, it's a good thing. You know, like that's like <laughs> such, that sounds like such fucking bullshit to me. I, I, I'm sorry. Not to not to like freak out the tarot gods or whatever. But I would say, yeah, I would say death is definitely I'd say probably tower is the most distressing one. And I'm okay, saying like, I feel like you're distressing. in the, you're in your tower period. But that leads to death is still it's stressful because you're starting over mm-hmm. you're like what do i do now but it's like also if your job was already making you stressed this is just a new stress i know i sound like an annoying mom i'm not trying to be talking yeah in a, way, in a way in a it's way just, it's just that stress had more money and yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. main thing when you have money there's no such thing as stress actually <laughs> it's like i mean i i feel like i uh i i i kind of got past my laid off era because I don't know if I, I told you but I was laid off in November from the job that was like my main source of income you just and it kind of is like pushed like things have been I'm finally in the place where things like went back around the other way so what I what I'm saying is it sucks right now but I believe in you live off love thank you live off yeah, love that's all you can be yeah. in your laid off era but it's only an era It'll okay. be over. Okay. Victor can you give me a pep talk now? <laughs> um I don't want to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I 
I have been searching for a job for about five months, and yeah. um, it is hard to do. Yeah. Um, the job market freaking sucks. Yeah, it does freaking suck. But no, just literally do nepotism. I literally totally would, and I totally would. Yeah. My There's parents no shame in it. are unfortunately um both work in public education it's not on a company i know i know i know that is where i kind of went wrong in terms of strategy in terms (laughs) of financial strategy in terms of accounting god how i know know. how about your parents do they start their own company they don't own a company oh my god but i'm thinking i want to do nepotism like friend works here they do they want me to work there oh that i do that that i uh, that is how i got this job that's the only way to get a job i've never not gotten a job from nepotism and i also don't have a degree so (laughs) lots of trickery and tomfoolery my degree doesn't mean anything i literally I'll, i'll apply for a marketing job i have an advertising degree they're sort of like, uh, where's your like four years of email marketing experience? And I'm like, well, I don't have it, but I, I do have, have a degree. And they're sort of oh. like, well, this is paying $18 an hour. So we're really going to need you to have experience. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> like not enough money. That makes me so <laughs> That is insane. <laughs> that so, so $18 an hour for four years of emailing. <laughs> Everyone knows how to email, honey. I know. I was like, I think I could figure it out for minimum yeah. wage. That's, like, what? That's one of the most frustrating things about job search is they tell you you need to have experience for every job. And guess how many jobs you need to have experience for? Like, maybe four. Like, 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 okay. like, like if you're a surgeon. Well, surgeon. I guess like at a certain point, though, you can't like somebody has to you have to be cut somebody open for the first time at some point mm. you know what yeah. i mean as God, a doctor. that's such a good like metaphor for like everything right yeah <laughs> like you gotta you gotta do the you gotta do the root canal for the first time once uh, you know? yeah totally you gotta, totally i but i do think it's like it is annoying that it's like you have to have a freaking graduate degree to be a barista i know like, yeah. when i like you said five months so i had my friend who moved in September she finally got a job like this month and she's been looking since September yeah and I'm like really happy for her that she finally got one but she I mean yeah she was like in the throes of like just deep depression about like when the fuck is is something gonna line up like I just you know and I uh I think it's it's the the fact that they're setting the requirements too high for menial tasks that's right. just like like I just wish that they would just take a chance on people because it's like it's it's the the catch 22 of like you can't get a job without the experience but you can't get the experience without the job and it's like none of us even really want these jobs we just want to have the money to live yeah you can learn basically anything so on youtube or like even just by doing it really also what do we think what is our official position as a podcast about (laughs) and this is going in writing (laughs) about the tiktok ban Oh my god! Um, no, don't ban it. I'm against. That's how I feel. I'm against the ban. I like. I like. Was almost like, yeah, maybe they should ban it. But then I'm like, wait, why are they fucking banning TikTok when American companies do the same thing to us? Like, we don't have to speculate about like yeah. Facebook stealing our data because we know they've done it. You know? Yeah. That's what's so frustrating to me about the whole situation because it's like, I mean, I've literally, I've, I've applied for those like group lie when they do the group lawsuits. They did one for Google recently, and they did one for Facebook as well for mm-hmm. them, like, um, like surveilling and using people's images. I got like, I think I got like fifty dollars each from those group settlements. Like that's how many people they wow. like could prove they did that to. And and with the TikTok ban, I don't know if you if y'all have read or like 
you can there's an option I where you can listen to i literally to. can't read I'm for the like, past few years i haven't been able to read michelle yeah. i love i love no but i I'm, i don't really like sitting down and reading things but i listen to the restrict act which is like the bill that would ban tiktok and it's the thing that's scary is it's so vague and so open-ended that it leaves yeah. a lot of room for them to like if if this communications committee were to be like like let's say we were talking before this. Let's say DeSantis comes into power. They pick a communications committee that's like evangelical Christian based. Yeah. They could decide that saying you're gay online or saying that you don't support the government online is illegal. Yeah. And they're like surveilling citizens and you could get in trouble for that. Like, And, and it's like it's yeah. just because the bill is, is too broad that it it, it kind of resembles the Patriot Act in a way. And it's really, I mean, it's really scary. There's a lot of legislation going around like statewide and everything right now. That's just, it's, I think that we can be at some point funny, but we can be honest that right now, like, I think everybody is feeling a little scared in this country about like the job market and all the legislation going around like the anti-trans stuff in Tennessee. And if you look at Mississippi right now, they're trying to bring back like basically like Jim Crow type of legislation. Mm. And I mean, like. The only reason I talk about it is it's like I was at NACA this weekend and I have students coming up to my booth and saying, like, thank you for being here. Like, we feel really seen by you. Like at our campuses right now, it's it's really stressful to be a queer person, be a trans person. And it's like Mm -hmm. it's heartbreaking to have like a like 18, 19, 20 year old look you in your eye as a 30 year old woman and say that because it's like I'm like, what can we actively be doing like what can I as a citizen in Chicago actively be doing for like people in North and South Dakota mm-hmm. yeah. you know like I don't yeah. know what I can really do except for like show up at their campus if like they choose to have me go there and yeah pray pray, pray. <laughs> I mean uh, pray, yeah. <laughs> no, thoughts and I, prayers I, I, yeah, oh, I started I praying <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, just, I've just been like praying uh, yeah. <laughs> recently. Yeah. Uh, I I was praying to keep my job recently, and that worked out great. So it's just like I know that God listens, totally. uh, but importantly, He doesn't care, uh, and that's kind of been the the sweet spot for me. Yeah, yeah no, everything's very scary right now. Yeah. yeah, I kind of want. I do agree. <laughs> I do want them to ban social media like altogether. Yeah, but they should ban all social <laughs> but media. I don't <laughs> think they're gonna do that. No. So I'm sort of like, well, don't pick and choose. Like you have yeah, to yeah, just ban yeah. all of it. Yeah, and, and they're not going to. So. No, they're yeah. definitely not gonna do that. If you're gonna ban, you gotta ban it all. I do think also like this is this is not as funny, but there is part of me that kind of like, to some degree, yesterday, it being April Fools, I just almost wondered if they would like have just been like. Oh, you know all that stuff we've been doing since Roe v. Wade? April Fools! It was just a joke. <laughs> like I, I couldn't help but that be like, been epic. Wouldn't yeah. that be so epic? That would have been the biggest, like, uh, like a like six months dedicated to an April Fools joke. That would have been. That would be kind of iconic, and I would laugh. I would laugh. So... Like I would have been like, okay, y'all got me. You really got me. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it's April second, and they haven't said that. So. Shit. Did any did anybody get tricked by anything yesterday? Have you ever? Yes, I got tricked. I got tricked on um, Twitter. Someone shared an image of RuPaul in like this gorgeous red wig, uh-huh. like laying down, and, and it was like an announcement for All Stars Eight. And I was like, Oh <gasps> my god, she looks so good here! And then they were like, By the way, like 
this is fake. Like, wow. Wow. That's tragic. What do you think of this current season, by the way? So I don't have access to like watching it. I can't figure out the time zone thing, so I like, can't even go to a bar <laughs> if oh, I start no. crying. <laughs> <laughs> I've been crying all weekend for no. I one one time, one week I went an hour after it aired, and then the next week I went an hour before. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I actually just I think God's telling me don't watch this dang show. Um, but I do really love Sasha Colby. Like, yeah, yeah, she's so queen. Yeah, like, she is queen. She's very very pussy. Very yeah, pink. I agree. Yeah, yeah, that is great. I I also like. I wish you would have cried because I've been crying. All- I I cried yesterday because, well, I've had like a delayed emotional response to like the layoff. Where like yeah. when I when it happened to me, I was like, I like was literally talking to my supervisor. I was like, well, I saw this coming, and then like. <laughs> I literally was at dinner with. I, oh, I was. Like, I was just supervisor. I'd be like, "Oh, let's get a wellness check, <laughs> honey. Send an ambulance. I do not know what's going on over there. <laughs> We're gonna need an ambulance for this." There was point. a deep darkness. There was a deep darkness in in my like my literal like like desperate plea to be. I'm like I'm like. I'm like, maybe if I can be a good personality hire one more second, like, it'll keep me on. The personality hire, let me tell you, can survive the first layoff. They cannot survive the second layoff. Oh, oh, no. That is what I've learned. But I, like, I, I, like, had a delayed emotional response to it where I was, like, very much like, you know what? This is an opportunity to do something new. You know, I, I you know, this was going down anyway, and I'm going to find something even better. And and guess what? Maybe I'll, I'll become a full-time comedian off of this. And like, and, like, and, like, I just was going down that narrative, yeah. like, constantly. And then, like, um, and then, like, I was at dinner, and, you know, my partner was taking me out to, like, we we got like a picture of margaritas and then like I drank one margarita and I was just like <laughs> I like literally wasn't talking. I was just at the dinner table like looking away from my partner, like a, a tears <laughs> coming oh, no. down my eyes, like shaking. <laughs> and I and then like I I I ref- I like was like I can't host the show at the Laugh Factory, but then I later did go on stage and perform because oh, absolutely. because yeah. that's the thing is you want your Katy Perry moment. Do you know what I mean? The- <laughs> People just wait. What is what does she say? Uh, you- they say that they understand. Oh, but they, they don't, don't. But no one knows what it's like. Okay, and you just have to be okay. Yes, yes, yes. At that moment, but also, have you seen? And this is the only scene I've seen from Katy Perry's like documentary. Wait, it's a really good documentary. You need to watch the whole thing. Okay, I do need to. I I've been collecting <laughs> recently, good. like the pop star documentaries from like Truth or Dare to like Believe. Um, which which ones Believe? Justin Bieber. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do need to. Or watch no, Never the... Say Never. Sorry, that's the one I was thinking of. Okay, sorry, oh, sorry, 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 everyone. I want Gaga to do another one where she's not. You guys like, want to kill me? You guys want to kill me because I got the title wrong, huh? No. I literally am furious. I'm fur- as a, as a deep believer. <laughs> as a deep believer, um, it's too late now to say sorry. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but I was, can, can you, what was the Katy Perry thing that you referenced? Oh, so, 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 so there's a moment in the documentary where she's like, her and Russell Brand, are, <laughs> which also, first off, Hello. psychotic to have been engaged to him and marry him, then psychotic to cry about a divorce with him in some ways. I'm sorry. And then also, have you seen the video recently of Katy Perry being like, like talking about gun control? And I think she is being genuinely emotional she about is, it. But it is so but it looks, like. <sighs> 
I don't want to say it's funny, but it is so weird <laughs> to do that, like, at someone. Yeah. She's, like, crying at a contestant. Yeah. And the guy's like, yeah, I yeah, know. It, it really is. It's bad. Sucks. And yeah. she's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just very, it seems very, like, I don't know. She's in her own world. But she has this moment where she's, like, crying about, and then she, like, right before she goes on stage, she's like, and it's like that <laughs> that glamour like I, there is I, very I'm obsessed with that also like yes. also like to a different extent of this is like you know the opening scene of Chicago where like in the movie they add that like Velma just killed them before she's yeah. singing all that jazz in the club and she's like and they're like you're late and she's like I got it and then she's like washing the blood off her hands and it's like dude do, 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 just, just killed my sister like, <laughs> That I, face you make. Every time I want to go on stage, I want people to think I'm a hero for doing it. Is I guess what I'm saying is I'm a survivor. Yeah, but it's such a trope in documentaries to like be sobbing is. and then be lifted like, up on the stage and be like, "All right, baby, let the kids." Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I, that's definitely a mood. That is a mood to be like. I'm gonna do a show no matter what. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna work through it. And then last night, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna stop ordering food because I'm laid off now and I can't do that, and that's <gasps> so expensive. I know. <laughs> and and I like, I just made that connection. I go, oh shit. <laughs> I was yeah. at my partner's that's where all house. My money's going. I know. I know. <laughs> Oh, no. I was. I like, go. Wait, you can't. <laughs> I, I, I me just finding out. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. No. I. They always say it's a zero. It's no delivery fee. But then you look, and it's actually forty dollars. And I don't understand. But um. Sorry, um. I and cut you off. What were you saying? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Actually, it's my podcast. So. <laughs> Victor, you're kind of supposed to listen. Uh, <laughs> I, was wondering, I was wondering which one of you would put me in my place first. Oh my gosh, you guys got spunk, huh? Was that an impression, the spunk, or was that like a, just a funny voice? It almost sounded like someone. It, it was my um, college, um, what is that person? Guidance, not a guidance counselor, yeah. but someone that sort of RA? you meet with once and they talk to you about the job market and yeah. they're sort of like, yeah. okay, oh, I know. Like a like job one time counselor? he told me I had moxie. So that <gasps> oh, has been a, a I'm surprised moxie statement. has not been weaponized against gay men more because <laughs> <laughs> that. Like, you got moxie. And I was like, okay, hey. you just said the F slur. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you screamed it. Literally, literally moxie. I'm surprised that's moxie's cool. so like such a close cousin to sassy. You know what I mean? I yeah. Yeah. It's, Wow. I'm surprised I've not been told I have moxie before. You've so, never been brutalized. Maybe I don't have moxie. <laughs> no, I have moxie. Yeah, I've now been... I'm questioning my moxie levels. <laughs> I, I, think Do, he... I need some amoxicillin. No, amoxicillin. <laughs> Doctor, his moxie levels are <laughs> startling me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody show him <laughs> nurse acetid. Somebody show him Deborah Messing. I don't know. I, I'm just I was like, who's an actress that has moxie? <laughs> I was actually thinking of who's the girl in Working Girl? Oh, oh, Melanie Griffith. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't watch shows that surround around having a job. <laughs> I haven't seen I, I the agree. movie, but I've heard it <laughs> referenced. <laughs> so, Victor, can I ask what did what did you do this weekend? What this, do you do? Oh, let me try and remember. I have a really bad memory. Um, love, but this weekend sort of stayed in on Friday, which I like love to do. Mm. Um, uh, me and, and the boy and our friend TJ just oh. um, we played that. Thing called uh, Jackbox. Oh yeah, yes, Jackbox. Yes, yes, yes. With three people. Yeah, it's sort of. <laughs> and, and, and the craziest part was we were like, oh, I want to play a board game, and but we were like, oh, I can't find one. Oh my god, Target's closed. 
And then um, my boyfriend sort of like went to the common area of our like apartment, and there were like like of the building, and there was like hundreds of board games. Hundreds <laughs> of board we just, games like, didn't like look. Connect. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, so that that was really fun, sort of low key. And then last night went to Maggie Winters' amazing <sighs> Starlet. Oh, yeah, I wish I could have. Uh, oh, it's amazing. Went to her uh, karaoke B day. Oh, love say. So we did some amazing karaoke, sang Bang Bang with two other gay guys. Um, <laughs> love that. <laughs> wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. Which, wait. which, which one were you? you? Oh, I was Nikki. <laughs> uh, okay, and then uh, you, so was Maggie one of them or no? <laughs> no, no, it was just, um, do you know Parker? Yes. Who, yeah. Which one was Parker? Oh, I do know Parker. Parker was, I think, Jesse J? Love. Who was Ariana then? And then Nate was Jesse. Then Nate was was Ariana. I think. Okay, very very um, good. I love that. So that was a big. Who are sleigh. you in Rain on Me? I'm Ariana in Rain on Me. Okay, good, okay. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a Gaga in Rain on Me. One time at a People's show, Ordinary People's, I was um, Waluigi Ariana Grande. <laughs> 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 so that was like really stunning. Yeah, I yeah. Do we do we have a sample of? <laughs> Walleriana, Walleriana, Walleriana. Well, that's the thing. Wal-Riana? I just sort of lip synced. It was yeah. just a pure uh, lip sync. So yeah. Because I, I saw you be on the Charlie's Angels one. Oh my god, that yeah. was so fucking funny. <laughs> I loved that one. That one was very funny. <laughs> like, that was sort of thrown together. What did I forget? What was the joke you made about your about your drag? Oh, I was worried that it was like so bad that it was bordering on offensive and like coming the whole way back around like that I was like doing something terrible to mm-hmm. the drag community by doing drag <laughs> in such a horrendous way and well there's some truth to that I would say if you've seen the pictures uh, <laughs> it's so scary um, but yeah that's like what I did this uh, weekend it was a lot of fun but it's I'm very so hungover. fucked up that I like can't just do drag like with just like a shitty wig you know, I know. with just oh. a shitty wig that's literally like it's that's fucked up that i can't be in, in drag race with just like a like a, a party city blonde you know like stringy it's fucked up because guess what i'd eat all those bitches up at snatch game yeah, you would, yeah. I, th- do you there's a darkness in you that thinks you'd win right I I, <laughs> I actually don't think okay because I've done I've done drag truly okay. twice and I was like whoa this is incredibly a lot hard than yeah. I realized so I've I've only been humbled recently but of yeah. course before yeah. before slapping the wig on of course right, I thought I could right, meet right. all these all these queens right 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 one hundred percent every everyone kind of does it's kind of like how every straight every every gay guy thinks that they could win Drag Race and every straight guy thinks they would be really good at stand-up. Yes! yes. It's 100% uh, true. And I don't know true. that there's anything that all women think they can do. <laughs> no, I think that most women are sorry for even trying to do yeah. anything. They're like, sorry I'm here. I'm so sorry. Uh, and one of the things that I know, the straight man stand-up thing I know is so true because anytime I do a show, inevitably one straight man will approach me at the end of the show and like try to get me to like mommy reply to him like yeah honey i think you could do it yeah and i never do i'm like it's really hard like you could but it's quite hard but but please if you if you think you should you can but yeah. 
it's I'm not gonna fucking do what you're asking me to do at all. No, I'm not going to do that. This is something that stand-up comedians do to me all the time, where they'll tell me a gay joke, and then <sighs> and then I'll I'll they'll be like, "What do you think about this?" And I'm like, "I'm like, I'm like, you should really think about the consequences of what you're gonna say <laughs> and make that decision yourself, because I'm not gonna give you a stamp of approval so that like if somebody does get pissed at it, which I don't really give up. I'm I am a little problematic in terms of joking. It, it I do sometimes I do like ride that line, and I think like if you're a comedian, you have those instincts a lot of the time, yeah, for better or worse. But like, and some of them I was like, I don't think that's fun. but also what what was what was always hurtful to me was like that I've seen like stand up comedians like straight stand up comedians truly do like twenty minutes of like gay material about like mm-hmm. someone thought I was gay once or like or like <laughs> people think I am gay or or I'm not gay but I wish I was or like yeah. it's like all like that premise is like this gay guy is almost gay and like Yeah. What frustrates me about that is that I've been told that I like am too gay on stage or I talk about being gay too Who much. Who the which, hell said that? Like everybody in my hometown. <laughs> but, Ooh, oh my but, God, I hope and they... then like I don't think actually anybody in Chicago, but I have that narrative with everybody now <laughs> because of yeah, it. Yeah, no, you totally. know what I mean. I just hate that that was said. That's so evil. But it's like I think it's just, I think it's I think that the 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 root of the matter, the issue is that like. Not every comedy venue, but a lot of comedy venues are ran by old boomer cis white men who like they just don't get anything that isn't a straight white man talking into a microphone. And like while that can be funny, there's so many other ways to be funny. And I think that the more venues are run by like young people, gay people, people of color, women, the more we're going to see the kind of comedy we want to see and not be so gatekept. Mm. And I know that I've not been funny once this entire episode. I feel like I'm being very sincere today because I'm on my last brain cell. (laughs) But I really do think, Beckett, like, I understand internalizing those things because it's like everybody for the longest time told me not to do songs and some people still tell me that, but I still Mm. fucking do the songs because... The audience is laughing, so it's like it doesn't fucking matter if you don't think it. Like if they don't think it's funny, if the audience is laughing, it's funny. Well, yeah. you know, I think this this is probably different for you, right? Because I feel like you came up from a different world of comedy or came into comedy through a very different world. Like, yeah. what? Wh- how? How did you get into like doing comedy and like? Mm-hmm. What would you say your main avenue for it is? Like, would you consider? Because I know like you do a lot with social media. Yeah, I would say, yeah, like I started. Um, when like I wasn't really allowed to like perform, mm-hmm. so I I sort of just tunneled, funneled all of that like creative energy into like videos, mm-hmm. but then I like in the past year I've been doing like stand up, and it has changed the way that like I I feel like I don't write um I don't write the same way in that like whenever I do like a video. Like, it's way harder for me to do it now because I'm writing, like, in the efficient, like, stand-up way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to, like, remove all the fluff and, like... Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's very hard to, like... But I, um... Yeah, I came up sort of unconventionally, like, through online, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I thought maybe you, you like... And I'm sorry to really accuse you of this in a lot of ways, but um, bought my bought my followers. No, 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 no. I thought maybe you did improv, which is worse. <gasps> no, I so I actually never did like a, an improv like class. Okay, gotcha, but gotcha, gotcha. I the way I sort of started 
um, wanting to perform was I would do improv with Meg Stelter on her lives. Oh, so well, gotcha, gotcha. Th- I didn't really realize that was improv, but yeah. I would just talk to her for like hours in like a character. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. like didn't realize like I was doing improv. Well, here's yeah. the psycho thing about improv classes is it's like, you like maybe need some guidelines and some ideas, but like you don't need to go through a whole class. No, you're like, either good at it or you're not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really is kind of that way. And I think like, mm-hmm. you know, you learn by doing in terms of comedy. And that's the thing I liked about stand up more is it's like you just do it and then you learn and the audience will tell you. But like it's yeah. not absolutely it's not something like I'm not saying that our comedy class isn't good. I think it's good for like people who who don't want to be comedians. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think like a, a, an improv class is a perfect thing to have as a hobby mm-hmm. if you're like a marketing executive. You know what I mean? No, totally. Yeah. And I think that it can really, it is helpful to people that it are like is really helpful. shy and like that's right. like awesome if you can like, that's like brave to me. Like if you're taking an improv class and, and like, shy, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Cause that would be really scary if you're totally. like, not like a natural yeah, yeah. extrovert or whatever. Oh, no. And I like, I mean, which I don't... I'm not. And that's why it helped me so much. <laughs> it helps me so yes, much. Yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. normally so quiet. So quiet. <laughs> no, I mean, all I was going to add was just that, like, I personally don't love doing improv. It's not my I actually kind of do, darkly. I think I like I like for example if we're in a, a group of friends and we're doing a bit and we're like adding to the bit I like that I don't like doing it in front of people I feel like I'm like this is for me and my friends to like build on a joke that I would do in a stand-up set does that make sense mm, totally whereas like I love to watch improv when it's good like like I love watching Meg's stuff she's so good she's yeah. insanely yeah. good yeah um it's not something that I feel more comfortable getting up with a prepared script but like right. I do like to improvise like among friends to riff on jokes that would become a more structured thing. Right. Is that? Oh, totally. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. I I actually I've realized that my writing process is mostly just like saying a joke in person. And it's not like I'm like I'm trying to find a joke right now, but saying something funny in person and then being like Why And most of the funny things you say in in person like <laughs> won't work on stage even if they are really funny, but right. like you find something you're like, "Oh, this would be good on stage." And then I'm like, "I got to write this down really quick." Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Then it kind of evolves Don't from there. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love. Yeah. I love the craft. <laughs> Wait, I have. I have a question for y'all. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you both take like any stand-up classes or like have any like background in like performing? Like, like. You can go first, Bucket. <laughs> Just for yourself, you can go. So I. Well, I'll, I'll do. <laughs> what you say? I didn't. Even... You were like. I feel like you did like a. You did a gesticulation. Yeah, that's why I wanted you to. T- I wanted to let you talk. That's so weird. I and that's and that's my actually hands gesticulation. <laughs> Pointing out a, a gay person's uh, Yeah, why don't you tell me I have moxie next, Jamie? <laughs> Fucking hate. You look like you are ready to talk. I love to accuse people of homophobia. I, I right before I got laid off, I called one of my VPs homophobic jokingly, and the room like screeched to a halt. And then people were defending him, and I'm like, I'm like, I was joking, and then I'm like, whatever. I'm already on the list. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, oh, so I, my my background is, I, I mean, I've been in theater since like fifth grade and I always did that. And I, I think the part I loved about theater was, was being funny. Yeah. And then I was a competitive speaker for a long time. What the hell is in, that? In like high school. Like I would like, you would like present like, there were a lot of different categories you could do where some of you like literally improvised an analysis of like a quotation. And then in others, like you like 
wrote a persuasive speech and then presented that way. But then like I would mainly do like there were acting ones and like comedy ones. And um, that was like my back. And I went to college for that for a year. But then I left. It's like such an insular, like intense world. Did you do you, you, you never did speech in? No. No. What, what, do you have a background in performance? I I only ever did like the musicals in like middle school and Slice. high school. Slice. What did you have parts? Yes, and I I agree. Like doing the funny lines in a musical is like so addicting. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. literally I can change. I can have like control over a space. You feel like, like a yeah. puppet master. This is addicting. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like. Well, it's like these August... people are my chess. Okay, I'm a bit of a maestro. I'm yeah. a sophomore in high Lydia school. Lydia Tarr, <laughs> comedy icon. Yeah. I was just gonna. I was gonna say that, like I did theater in um, like pretty much since I was eight. I did two theater degrees as well, and I was always like the the funny character role. And it's uh, yeah, it's like. I think once you've experienced like being a scene stealer, I guess that's like what they would, yes. I bet they would probably call you that too. Yeah. And you too, you probably experienced being a scene stealer. It's like, I feel like stand up is essentially like. Mine was always, it was always, it was, it was, they were saying subtlety, nuance, um, <laughs> uh, like kind of in front of the camera, cinematic quality <laughs> about my performance was what was kind of always brought up, brought upon me. They kept saying nuance. Huh? Nuance, yes. nuance. Nuance. I go, they go subtlety. They go, they go understated for me. <laughs> understated for yes. you. Oh my God. Yes, that's... for me. Not really scene stealer as much as just like kind of like the grounding force. <laughs> in... Sort of the milky white of Into the Woods. Yes. Sort of that subtle <laughs> role. Ba the straight man of Into the Woods is milky white. As we all know. As we all know. The straight man in Annie is Sandy the dog. <laughs> to play off wacky Annie. I'm an orphan. You know? <laughs> it's like we've heard that before. I've heard that a million times. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, God. so you you had um, theater background since eight? Yeah. Wow. And then you went to school like BFA and yeah, theater? I did. I did a BFA and I I did a I like I every time I talk about this on the podcast I get a, sh a little shy, but I did um I did a, do a, a master's in musical theater in Scotland. Wow. And that's then I. Cool. I came back and just said, I want to be a clown. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why did I, when you said Scotland, I was like, they have that there? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, aren't, uh, excuse me, but aren't they still living in castles and stuff there? <laughs> they, With, like, they are a little bit. Yeah, they they their theater bit. is like, it's like, it's men in wigs, but not like the gay way. <laughs> It's like the Shakespearean oh, no. way. And Absolutely. then they have like one guy with like a gesture hat who's like, I'm the king. You know, that's very Scotland. And bagpipes. Totally. Bagpipes. It's Absolutely. totally bagpipes there in Scotland. It is that. Fuck I would Scotland. say. Scotland. <laughs> also, I love that Ireland. Ireland. No. Scotland is. Scotland's a bad one. What? How is Scotland Wait. a bad one? Are Ireland. you Scottish? I'm Irish and Scottish, but I do oh. think Scotland is. People in Scotland. You see, that, that's, that's why you have so much turmoil. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. I thought it was maybe my mental illness. I thought it was maybe my bisexuality. It turns out all along it was the Scottish, Irish, and I'm, totally. I'm a little bit German totally. and Swedish. I got a lot. Oh my god! Of white devil Nordic. stun pack. Nordic. 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 Yeah. Okay, Nordic. Go away. Yeah, I. Uh, no, I thought the Scottish people that I met were much, well. Okay, Irish people are kind. And Scottish people are kind, but I lived in Scotland for a year, and everybody was so nice. I bet Scotland's awesome. I'm just, I, I I'm just trying to find a scapegoat for my problems. I'm just I trying to find yeah. something to Shit. blame the economy on, you know, <laughs> like anybody else. I'm yeah. just trying to find the bad guy. 
<laughs> and for me, it's Scotland. <laughs> Today, it's the Scotland. entire country is Scotland. <laughs> no, I mean, didn't Azealia Banks have a big rant about, about Irish people? <laughs> okay, about and Irish. and she was like, she was like saying something about like, about how like. I cannot remember. Oh God, it was so fucking funny. It was though. really funny. It was yeah. really funny. She's really funny. She is. She is. Uh, her rants are all great, and all, like in terms yes. of cinematic entertainment value, is what I mean. Do you remember when her and Lana Del Rey fought? <laughs> I won't not not <laughs> fuck you. Well, I'm like up. I'm like Lana Del Rey right. has literally never hit somebody. <laughs> yeah. Like literally never hit somebody. I'm like I'm like. Lana, why do you think you could beat Azealia Banks up? Yeah, you like, really I'm like, I love that you're tweeting it. It is uh, hilarious, but I don't think it's true. Yeah, you need to be brought down to earth at that point. Yeah. Yes. And it's it's like her music is so down to earth for her to be so delusional in that situation. <laughs> like, I... Whose music is down to earth? Lana? Lana's. I, like I don't think Lana. Lana Del Rey's music is down to earth. That's not how I'd describe it. I'd like, I don't know. I think compared to Azalea Banks's music, I don't know. You don't know. I, I wouldn't call either of them down to earth. I wouldn't call them grounded. Actually, you wanna you call them in the sky. I would call yeah. them both in the sky, <laughs> untethered, just yeah. flying away, yeah. just off with the to be honest, off with the moon in the. I don't know enough about either of their music. I've only recently been on a Lana Del Rey kick, which is maybe why Lana Del Rey. <laughs> First time, first what? time everyone's ever heard that one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Lana Del Rey, but it's a laptop. <laughs> I actually have to leave. <laughs> I got my Uber here. I gotta go. Oh wait, I have a story about Lana Del Rey. I really. would love to hear. Thank it. God, <laughs> thank God. I so me and my boyfriend went on vacation, and there was this girl that was dancing in this like floral dress, mm-hmm. and. I looked at her, I go, you look exactly like Lana Del Rey. Like, I was like, this is like insane. Like the exact same body, the same hair length, like the same hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Face was different, but I was like, she like came over to us and she was like, do one of you boys want to dance with me? <laughs> and like my boyfriend like went up and danced with her and I like took a video of it and I was like, oh, and I captioned it like, oh my God, my boyfriend's dancing with Lana Del Rey. <laughs> and it blew up on TikTok. <laughs> No. To the point where the Lana stands were like commenting like, where are you? Where is it taking? Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) And then they were messaging us on like Instagram, like reposting it. This one fan account was like, hey, just like making sure like, were you tricking us? Or like, was that actually Lana? And then they were like really concerned and angry. And I was like, hey, I don't mean to like be (gasps) rude by posting that. But like, no, that wasn't actually Lana Del Rey. Like, so sorry. And she was like, you tricked us. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's so awkward. It's really weird. You tricked us. Uh, oh, so you tricked us. I was like, okay, I honey, did I didn't do anything that. to you. Okay. Oh. I the worst I've ever gotten attacked on TikTok, which was, which uh, was the worst I ever got it was when I called a video of Lady Gaga camp that people widely disagreed with. Oh, camp, bringing camp. up camp. People are like, people are like, oh, so anything's camp. Like, like, oh, so you're because you're a white faggot. It's camp. Like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, honey, yeah, kinda. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I guess I'm the gatekeeper. So, I um no um. You control camp. It's yeah. Camp, it's this camp video counselor. <laughs> camp director. Mm. Help! Help! I'm going into. I'm blacking out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Did either of you work at camp ever, though? Never. I did. 
I thought you I, I you gave me camp counselor. I know you've worked at Camp Bucket, but you were giving camp counselor vibes as well. Yeah, thought, you do give camp counselor vibes. I thought we were all to... gonna unite on that, but Aww. unfortunately I was wrong about you. Wow, Victor. I'm such a dumbass. Well, yeah, do do we have anything in common with you? <laughs> uh I guess if either of you are a stupid bitch, then maybe, but I guess Just I'm the only Jamie. one. Here. <laughs> no, I'm pretty I'm pretty fucking dumb. I guess I'm the only one representing that community here. That sucks. No, uh, I, Jamie's the stupid, I'm the bitch. No, you're not kidding. No, you're not kidding though. I'm pretty I'm pretty dumb. I went to public school in Indiana and, and I'm, I uh I'm brutally mean. Uh, yeah. Brutally mean. <laughs> so I just feel like uh, I should mention that I was sitting at a dinner <laughs> a few days ago and I couldn't count up two years on the ages two and four, which would be four and six. I struggled. I had to oh, count on my oh. fingers. Well, it's insane that it's four and six when one of them's two. I'll say it. <laughs> yeah. That feels like a huge jump. What I'll say is there is a math equation that I have been trying to work through yes. for like literally years since I was young. The equation is adding the numbers eight plus seven or eight plus five. <sighs> Can't do it. Can't do I've, it ever. It hurts me. I've never I, been eight plus five. Eight plus five is an that impossible one's task. easy for me for some reason. Really? Just because, but uh, not, no, no math is really easy <laughs> for me. But this is how I think of it. I'm like, five is two plus three, so eight plus five is eight plus two plus three, which is thirteen. <laughs> uh, me, me, me doing the numbers, I go, I don't. And that's I how I think about all math problems, <laughs> which is an issue. Like I have to break it all down into like. <laughs> No, I think that's good. I think that's normal and good. Mm, like okay. If I had if I had twelve plus thirteen, I would literally go twelve. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 25. And I go, 25, 30 years later. When people ask me to like do math on the spot, I literally, I, I, the first thing I think of when I'm asked to do any math problem is fuck, 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 fuck. And I think fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'm like, you're so stupid. I, why everyone knows the answer to this. Everyone in here has already figured it out. Everyone knows how to count dice without actually counting them. You know what I mean? Like you fucking idiot. Your grandpa was a physicist. Your grand and and now you're now you dropped out of clown college. And like and, and then like then like somebody says the answer. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes that's it. You're like, oh yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, I, was, I, I was actually just gonna say that. I also just I have I have a I think my my aversion to math started because I when I was in middle school I had my cell phone I thought off in my pocket. No. In my math class, mm. porn started going off. And on. it, <laughs> yeah, I was a little harlot. Oh, no, I know I where was this is going. Little, porn started going off. No, my uh, my alarm. Hate it when the answer to math problem six to nine. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, my math teacher uh, yelled at me and took my phone away. And I just, I think, ever since then, I just was like. Not into. I mean, I was not into math to begin with, but that really just drove it home. Yeah. The humiliation of getting in trouble for having your phone versus like I was a teacher for the past six years. Kids are fucking on their phones constantly yeah. now. Yeah, I'm constantly, constantly hearing when serial killers are like, "Why did you do it?" They're like, "My math teacher took what? my phone." Away. <laughs> yeah. I, that's a that's a foundational trauma. I let that be a <laughs> lesson to you. Talking to that math teacher later. You just lost a customer. <laughs> I'm never gonna do math again. 
you just lost a you customer. Just lost a fucking customer. Do you know math teachers do make commission when you do math? <laughs> by the way, by oh, the I'm way, I'm sure that oh, I'm sure their pockets the are lined with people that are able to do eight plus seven. Mm-hmm. They eight get like some five. percentage, which they know because they know numbers. <laughs> uh, every time you do a math problem. Also, when I was trying to come up with a joke to describe how mean I was, this this is a line I came up with, and it's like I don't know what it is, but there's something good here. I'm tagged well, in the. Well, suit. actually, we'll be the judge of that. But go on. Here we go. I'm just gonna skip it now. <laughs> okay, this is okay, but this is like this is like a line, and this is something. I'm tagged in the suicide note on your drafts. <laughs> that sounds like a Lana Del Rey. Lyric. That does sound like does a Lana Del Rey like, lyric. Yeah. Whoa, pretty Lana, down to earth. Writer, I've also written one. <laughs> <laughs> pretty down to earth. Down Beckett. to earth. Pretty down to earth. It's yeah. so down to earth. It's in hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's pretty core of the earth right now. Um, I have also written one perfect, like, th- like Cardi B lyric, I would say. Okay. Okay, okay but I can't rap. Okay. But this is the lyric. He be sneezing when he please. No, shit, shit. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Did you ruin the punchline? No, no, no. Okay, good. He be pleasing when he sneeze. No, no, no. I was right the first time around. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is the perfect rap lyric that I've written. He be sneezing when he pleasing because this pussy gazoon tight. Oh, isn't that fucking that's good? good. Isn't that fucking good. good? That's pretty good. That's pretty cardi. Uh, that's wait, pretty cardi. Wait, you need to you need to add a um a, like a German reference <laughs> at like the beginning, the line before maybe pretzel, <laughs> <laughs> pretzel, Bavarian. He, <laughs> he be sneezing when he pleasing. All the things I can think about Germany right now are really bad. Oh, no, never I'm like, what's, I'm like, I'm like the two things I know about Germany, Nazis and pretzels. That's literally all they are. Uh, He, Angela Merkel be sneezing when she pleasing because this pussy cuts her Anyway. It's about, it's about time for the song. I just wanted to see if either of you. Oh. Ang- that's good. Angola? Angola. It's Angola. Angola. Tuvalu. Tuvalu. Angola. Tuvalu. Carlesi. I told you guys, I told you guys, I'm dumb. I am the dumbest person in, in this half circle. No, 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 no you're not. You're not. You're not dumb. You're very Don't lie smart. To me. This is what nobody, Jamie will not tell anybody is one time I walked in on Jamie in the bathroom. She's just doing equations on the mirror. <gasps> Literally, <laughs> literally, <laughs> just solving for X. So really, I'm not dumb. Turns out I'm not dumb. I'm just and like the equation at the end is like I am God. <laughs> like, and yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just, she's just, she's just. Um, I've always said that Jamie is like the Goodwill Hunting of like comedy. You know <gasps> what I mean? Whoa, like secret yes. genius. That's- yes. That's actually really nice. I I thought I was gonna I was just gonna say that I when the way you're describing the mirror thing, it's like, oh I'm I'm not dumb, I'm just manipulative. Like that's yeah, really Yeah, you're gone, girl. I'm playing dumb. Rosamond Pike. I'm playing <laughs> <laughs> No, but um do we have any final thoughts before the song? Any last things we wanna get in? <laughs> Honey, I don't um, have any thoughts speech, ever. So. <laughs> I have I have a lot of thoughts. Wait, what I'll say is no one has ever described my comedy as like smart. It's sort of really low hanging fruit at all times, which is fun. This kind of happens. And um, 
I don't know if anyone's ever described my comedy as smart either. <laughs> Actually, now that I'm really thinking about it, the crazy thing is, I think I'm brilliant. <laughs> that's yeah, what's the, crazy about that's it? That's the psycho thing. Like, that's oh, actually I'm... the cuckoo thing. Is um, uh, I think I'm brilliant. I almost just and this is this is how dark my brain is. Is I was like I was like I never said the lyric, the rap lyric, but I'm like yeah I did. You did actually. I did, and I corrected myself twice. Okay, final thoughts. So here are my final thoughts about about everything that we've discussed today. Awesome. Today, today. we learned, we listened, we we laughed, <laughs> and we had, and we also cried a little. Oh wait, oh wait, I have one more story that I tried to tell earlier, but then I forgot, and this is how I'm gonna. Because probably because okay. I kept interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's probably for the best because sometimes, like, if, if the guest doesn't interrupt, it's like they kind of just. <laughs> I think become the curtain. <laughs> you, like, look up in your hands, like, and you're like, ah! <laughs> you um, um, but, but I'm just very sensitive right now. You talked about crying at the very beginning of the podcast, actually, one of the first things you said. And I have been crying at the randomest. Th- so I was helping my partner move yesterday. And I, and then I was like, I'm not going to order food. And then um, I like went to like 7-Eleven to get Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Their new apartment doesn't have a microwave. And they also forgot to pack their silverware. So I was like starting to drink the cold Campbell's soup. Because, you know... I learned one time that actually Campbell's soup is like safe to eat uncooked, but it turned out it's actually gross when it's uncooked, <laughs> which is something that they don't tell you about. Oh. And um, and then I started crying as I, I was cry. eating like the cold Campbell's soup, and then I ordered barbecue. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you ordered barbecue. I'm glad that the story ended and you ordered barbecue yeah. Yeah. because I want to cry hearing yeah. that you drank cold, cold soup yeah. out of a can. I'm down bad. Mm-hmm. Down bad. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Jamie, um, can, Jamie, logistically, where, where are you going after this? Oh, where am I going? <laughs> yeah. I'm going home because I drove six hours back from Minnesota, so I'm pretty tie-tie. Yeah, but okay. I, 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 do you want to be dropped somewhere? At your, at your, hey, did you take me to the Laugh Factory? Yeah, I can take you there. That's very close. I can do that. That I can do. <laughs> That I can do. I yeah, love that I we're do. making arrangements. Yeah, <laughs> Victor, I, do you, Victor, you need to you, you need ride at my camp. <laughs> you told me final thoughts, and I go, I have to think of everything right now. Because, okay. okay, give me a ride. Okay, oh, we start the song. Really? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, I think I can make up a. Oh, wait, Jamie, did you this? have final thoughts? Oh, I guess just my my final thought is just um. I just, I, I just, I'm glad you're both here. Thank you both for yes. being here. That's, that's yeah, good. that's pretty much we it. We are going to always remember what we did today, <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a pair of jeans, and I'm gonna, we're gonna switch them off, yes. like I on a, a monthly or yearly or like whatever bi-monthly like semester basis. Sister, because or, or what happened tonight? It needs to be like written in denim. Does does Hunter Hirsch, our musical guest, also wear the pants when we? When yes, we them Hunter off? and Christine are also wearing the pants. That okay. there's just no doubt about that. So we each get them like t- twice a year, almost. 
Oh, that'll be perfect because I have I'm going to a soccer camp, so <laughs> I'll be able to wear the pants at the soccer camp. We'll have okay. to make sure that that doesn't interfere with my denim convention, which I already put on the Google Calendar. But wow, fuck! I've already planned this out, but <laughs> no like one you- helped me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, uh, did you ask my for big help, denim convention what? coming up. You said no one helped you. Did you ask us for help? Just sing the song, Jamie. <laughs> 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 okay, I, I, lesson I do need to get better for asking for help. <laughs> now that's going to be the name of the song. Just, just sing the song. Just sing the song. It won't take long to just sing the song. Just sing the song. Just sing the song. It won't take long to just sing the song. It won't take long to sing a song. Which is very good because it's understood that singing a song is a great way to pass the time. I feel like I have to say something funny here because of the nature of it being a comedy podcast. But uh, you know, the thing is, sometimes uh, I don't always think of something funny, so uh, I just gotta <laughs> rely on what I got uh, to sing the song. Just sing the song. Just sing, just sing the song, Victor. Just sing the song. What if I had a really low voice? <laughs> what if this is what my voice sounded like? <laughs> now we're going into a Britney Spears space. Oh my god, a little bit cursive. I'm just singing the story. York? This is what Sings like. <laughs> this is why Jane sings like. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody jump in and sing me. Just sing the song. Just sing the song. It won't take long. Just sing the song. Oh, just sing the song. It won't take long, in fact, it's ending interview and a chaotic song <laughs> but you know what i would primarily describe that song as down to earth really down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like this entire episode has been just so down to earth yeah. we're all we're pretty laid back show people we're grounded we're relatable we 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 do well in key demographics <laughs> I, I, I find that I relate really well to people that have my exact same life experience and are my exact age. True, true, <laughs> true. That's what I will true, say true, about true, my audience. True to me. Victor, where can the people who listen to this podcast, our, our myriad of fans uh, listening, where can they find true. you on the internet? That's an amazing question. Um, I am located at Victor Carr Bakes on Instagram. Um, and 
you could see me perform live April 11th uh, at my I.O. show with a girl named Carly Strait called Legally Blonde the Musical Live. Oh, I love. Wait, April 11th? Yes. Wait, um. I'm literally want to see. Who are you in Legally Blonde? Well, it's Legally Blonde musical live auditions. So we're it's me and Carly as musical directors, and we're auditioning the new star of the oh, show. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. But the star I, is I up to interpretation. Cow. I'm going to come. Lady <laughs> Blonde is actually one of my favorite musicals. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. I've oh. always wanted to do, I, I could make, I could talk forever anyway. Well, <laughs> well Victor, thank you for joining us. We'll, we'll continue chit-chatting uh, after we stop recording, but uh, I have been <laughs> Jamie Schreiner and- That sounds like a threat. I feel like <laughs> you're, you have to keep talking to us. You have to stay here for two more hours. No, but I, I'm Jamie Schreiner. I'm one of the uh, I'm one of the hosts of this podcast and I got Beckett Kenny here. What? Uh, I'm Beckett Kenny. I guess I now have to also delineate that I'm also one of the hosts. Uh, thank you to the Lincoln Lodge. Thank you to Victor for coming. Thank you to Hunter for being in our amazing company. Thank and thank you to Chris Gene, our amazing Thank producer. You. Lots of love. And this has been The Big Finish. Bye. 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 This is The Big Finish at Lincoln Lodge. We're about to get it on the show. So come on, everybody, and get the show on the road. Let's get it on the road. Let's get it on the road.